Hi, everyone. Thank you to all the new listeners and our current listeners. Welcome to It's Taboo, a new podcast about social content considered taboo. Thank you to all the new listeners for clicking play on your podcast app. Welcome to this episode where we're going to talk about abortion. Abortion is a taboo topic and has been so for a long time. I want to go ahead and give you a little bit of insight on Wendy Davis, who is one of the Democrat senators here in the state of Texas. To give you a little insight on myself, my political affiliations began in 1996. I am a libertarian. I am one of those people who will always fight for the rights of the underdog. So I do stand with women here in the state of Texas. Your decision for an abortion is not a decision that needs to be made by me or anyone in the state of Texas. It is a personal decision that should be made by you, which is why I feel a lot of people who put judgment or a preconceived notion or a sense of guilt or shame towards those who are getting an abortion is unfair. You really have no idea what that individual is going through when you have to make the decision to have an abortion. That's right have to make the decision to have an abortion. Most people do not walk into this question lightly. They are well aware of the consequences that happen from having an abortion, whether it was how they grew up and the type of practices they had based on how their parents raised them and educated them to how they feel about life spiritually or how they feel about themselves. Ultimately, an abortion is a decision that should be made between the doctor and the woman who is considering an abortion. Now, abortions are not illegal. Abortions can happen under the right circumstances, and a majority of abortions are a part of the Planned Parenthood offices. So you'll notice a lot of those offices have closed. That's because in 2013, a law was passed into legislation in the state of Texas that allowed those clinics to close because they did not meet certain criteria for the standards here in Texas. Now, you'll be surprised to know that the Supreme Court of the United States made a decision that said that what Texas was doing violated the constitutional rights of those seeking an abortion. And we think, great, the Supreme Court basically threw down that law and said it is unconstitutional. However, the damage has already been done. Several of those abortion clinics have closed. Essentially, having over 50 abortion clinics in the state of Texas has now been reduced to less than 20, which means if you are in a rural area of Texas, you may be driving four to six, maybe even 10 hours to your closest location for an abortion. And the reason this becomes an issue is because everyone who is able to get an abortion is not having an issue with terminating the pregnancy, but possibly that there may be a fatal fetal syndrome. And this means that the pregnancy itself will not be able to be carried until the final trimester. And that is a difficult position to be in because you have to remember there will always be a group of people who will be at these abortion clinics ready to tell these women what they are doing is wrong. Some will have pictures, some will have photos of aborted babies, and you have to walk through this crowd of negative energy just coming at you. You're 
already in a pregnancy that is difficult, that may terminate, that could end your life, and now you have to walk into the lion's den to do something that is going to medically save you. And there's just something very wrong with that. Ultimately, what should happen is we should be there to support. We should be there to embrace these individuals who are going through a terrible time in their lives. And we should not make it harder for them to find medical attention. The numbers as I see them as of today, 2020, have shown that yes, abortions have reduced in the state of Texas. But you have to think, why? Why would the number go down? Well, it's very simple. There are no abortion clinics to go to. So essentially what's happening is those who are seeking abortions are either having to go out of the state, which may be closer depending on where they live, or traveling to an area of the country where they can get an abortion legally and with no danger. What we're talking about right now is also going to be the filibuster that took place in the Senate that day. What you'll notice if you actually take a chance to look at the video from the Texas Tribune, it will give you a great snapshot of what happened that day. Ideally, whenever you perform a filibuster, generally you're going to get respect from both sides because it is such an invasive process. You're doing this on your own, talking, standing, taking time for a majority of hours. And if you look at the video, you'll see that the Republicans were doing everything they could to end that filibuster. I don't see that as a democracy, but I will point out towards the end of the video, when you see all of the women and people and supporters in the rotunda on all floors, it really gives you a sense of, gosh, invigoration. Because when you think about it, those people showed up at the Capitol. They were not invited. They took their ability to go to the Capitol to watch Essentially, laws go into motion, the democracy of bringing them to the table and debating over them. And when that filibuster ended because of a third strike, the entire rotunda just erupts. Maybe not necessarily with anger, but possibly frustration. And you see all of that unfolding in the minutes right before midnight, because they had to cast that vote before midnight. And if you look at a couple of the articles that I have posted on Twitter and Facebook, that's going to be at It's Taboo Pod on Facebook or at It's Taboo Podcast on Twitter. You'll notice that a lot of the information I'm posting on there is giving you some insight as to what was happening on that day. Leticia Vandepute, who is one of those who is affiliated here with us in San Antonio was able to go to the Capitol and she was able to inquire about the entire process. But she had a very good point. Her point was very clear. Basically, she said, do I need to raise my hand in order to be acknowledged by my male colleagues? And that's huge because when you think about it, if you look at the video, there are plenty of men running around doing what they need to do. But I've noticed that the women are essentially in line with the Republicans, but those on the Democratic side are fighting for this opportunity to talk. They want their voices to be heard. They want to make sure that if this law is going to protect women, then please let it protect women. So take a look at all the information I have posted on my Facebook and on my Twitter page. 
remember, wherever you stand on abortion, it is a personal decision. It is a personal feeling. It's an opinion that you carry. However, it is not wise to look down or to judge others who have had an abortion. Please don't do that. It's a very difficult decision whether you are for abortion or against abortion. I have known women on both sides of that decision. Some have not regretted the decision and others have. And it's a very painful process when you regret that decision because that decision will haunt you your entire life. And I've seen my friends hurt over their decision to have an abortion. My goal and what I choose to do is to stand with women. I understand that a majority of the time laws are not written in your favor. And so I stand beside you to fight for those rights, to let your voice be heard so you can ultimately be the one who is responsible for making those decisions in your life. We've talked about a lot today, so I'll go ahead and leave you with the final lines from one of the articles that was posted on Twitter about the filibuster. The day after the filibuster, Marva Sadler watched in horror as Perry called the second special session of the summer, reviving the abortion bill she thought Davis had killed. Sadler still looks back on the clinic closures in 2013 and 2014 as one of the most painful periods of her career. But... She said her memories of the filibuster itself, Davis's unlikely feat of endurance, the victorious roar that spread from the chamber to the rotunda, have remained untarnished by the setbacks that followed. She says, I had never in my 12-year career with reproductive justice seen so many women come together in this state in support of each other. There were many victories that day, and no matter what happened, they can't take that away. So for those of you fighting the good fight, keep going. I stand united and locked in arms with you. Thanks again for taking a listen to It's Taboo. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to tell your friends that the podcast is available for free on any app that supports podcasts.